Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy is too expensive. Therapy is too expensive. Therapy is too expensive. Therapy is too expensive. Therapy Time for another one. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Get your chap on. Yes. Oh, can I have some hands? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like spray. I love this one because it's um, it doesn't dry me out. Yeah, like, I hate the ones that dry you out. Yeah, this one like keeps me moist or like smooth. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I burnt my little. Ooh. <laughs> oh no. It's oh, fine. you have a cut. Yeah. I'm not liable. <laughs> 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 All right. Hi guys, it's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Brocal Therapy, and guess the fuck what? What? We got HK motherfucking brains, aka fill me up. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not over it. And that's the end. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm not over it. Is it too much? Should I bleep that out. No, that was just. Okay. That was great. I was just caught off guard. <laughs> you know, just being exposed in the first thirty seconds of the episode. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I am HK Brains. <clears throat> and you is you. <laughs> AKA what she just said, but I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> ah. Go subscribe, pay yeah. some money. Yes. What's up? What's okay. Up? Well, we always talk about ass. We and do. booties we and do. giving head. It's, great. it's good. It's and you've given great advice. Oh. But now I feel like I really want to dive into your dating life. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> and I, I honestly, I've been getting this request a lot. It's like, oh, how to date in quarantine and dating mm-hmm. in quarantine and all that stuff. And I, you know, I'm not dating in quarantine. I mean, okay, I did get a boyfriend in quarantine. We all know that story. So but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I'm not, you know, dating casually. Actively. Actively. Going out apps. and meeting motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I yeah. did a couple. I met up with a couple people, but that didn't go well. Gotcha. And, and now, I'm, now I'm taken, but. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah. Well. Let's talk about it. Let's fucking discuss. Because so, I know that you just told me you went through some shit. So yeah. let's just. Let's <clears throat> so through some bullshit. But, um, yeah. And we kind of mentioned it in the past few episodes because we recorded them during this lockdown we live in southern california literally the epicenter of this shit show of covid yeah because we just can't get it everyone gets everyone that i see gets tested i yeah just and i'll admit not to blast them but i have good 90 percent of my friends group have gotten covid within the past six months and luckily their symptoms were mild to moderate and they're all healed now i haven't gotten it i just got tested before meeting up with meg today i'm still negative i did sorry (laughs) I mean, that's fine. I like it, actually. <laughs> she, he called me Meg. Phil Mega. I'll take it. <laughs> I kind of liked it, actually. I didn't mind it. I was like, oh. Um, 
You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Oh, yeah. So, oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've known a lot of people that have gotten sick in the past several months. This is an ongoing thing. We all know that the pandemic is a thing, but we all have needs. I think that's why people were, like, risking going out because they miss human connection. So, I get yeah. it. Um, and when we discussed it before, I mentioned how a lot of people are resorting to their exes because it's just easy access, right? So, oh, in general, people are just going to do what they want to do. You know, like, we can't really police our friends and say... Uh, we can tell them like, yeah, you shouldn't go out. If you go out, be in an open area, like be smart about it. Yeah. Be smart about it. Wear your mask, whatever. But as far as hooking up, I know people are out here fucking, you know, like, and, and we can say that we're not sick. That doesn't mean you don't have it. So you're just, you, you know what you're getting into. If you're out here fucking, you kind of already know. And that kind of goes before COVID. There's other diseases that you know, that you should know about already. So now it's just forcing you to be more cautious. Yeah, I guess. But I think that people, I hope that's what people are, their takeaway, if any, is that like they're getting regularly tested for COVID and for STIs and they're being um, openly communicative and transparent about that with their potential sex partners. Like that's something that I would like to normalize. Um, And so for me, um, yeah, I'm out here. uh, I wouldn't say meeting up. Um, I've only met up with just one in the oh, past really? six months. Okay. Um, uh, other than that, How'd like I am person? chatting. Um, it was an old, uh, old fuck like buddy. The, oh shit. Yeah. That's how it so, was. Yeah. 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 It kind of like, I would file that under the whole X thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just easy access. We trusted each other. We keep, uh, we're friends and we keep track of each other. We know where we weren't sick and we were just like, Hey, you want to fuck? we're just horny right but um (laughs) in general like i am on some uh casual dating apps and i've only gotten so far as to like just chat with people um because for me that's sometimes enough and like yeah it definitely gets to like sexual chats trading nudes trading sex videos and whatever um but when we talk to getting to the point of like actually meeting up like sometimes i'll propose it and they'll admit you know actually i'm not comfortable right now i'm like okay Mm -hmm. cool or I'm not comfortable. Like, it's just, um, like, a dude asked me to suck his dick in the car, like, two days ago. And I was like. Wait, who? Oh, just, like, a random dude that hit me up. Okay. And I was like, you know, <laughs> as much as I would love to, I know that I have to. It was literally because I was coming here. Like, I was like, I don't want to <laughs> put people at risk. And right. um, Aw, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. And and that's what I think about is because I'm not, I'm not going out a lot. Luckily, I 
stay home for school and work. So if I know I'm going to go to meet up with someone, I want to make sure that everybody's safe. And like, you're the first person that I've got like gone, gotten dressed up for in Aww. like a month. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why like, I didn't meet up with this person and I got tested, but you know, might hit him up tonight. <laughs> you're like, the pot's over. So, but yeah, just, just don't be dumb. If you want to like, we all have our needs. Some we're all touch deprived. I get it. Okay. Oh, shit. For all the singles out there. Um, you made it through the holidays, you know, you're going to make it through Valentine's like it's, you it's will hard. be fine. It, I like get dating it. is hard, but yeah. dating in a pandemic. Yeah. It's, it sucks. And like the, but I think that's where you have to just remind yourself like that it is a pandemic. Okay. These are like unprecedented, uh, conditions. So honestly, you shouldn't be fucking worrying about being alone on the holidays. You should be happy. You alive. <laughs> For real. So when I get caught up in my feelings, I just remind myself, like, bitch, be grateful. Just express gratitude because that's what will remind me and recenter me on my priorities and that, you know, I'm I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. So what's your <laughs> dating life now compared to what it was pre-pandemic? Uh, lonely. <laughs> um, it's just a lot of um, interaction online, a lot of chatting. Did you meet up with more people back then? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just like the regular thing. Like, I was just yeah. like, cool, I'm host. So we say like, um, I don't know if straight people have these terms, but on gay apps, um, it's one of the questions when we talk about like, you know, what are you into? What's your age? What your when you ask for stats and people go down the list of like what they are, um, uh -huh. you then say, oh, can you host or travel? And if I say I'm hosting, that means you can come to my place and we can hook oh. up. Travel means like I can't host and I'm, but I'm willing to go meet you. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah I'm not in any straight thing. apps that I know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so hosting and, and traveling. Are, what app is that? Uh, any app that gays are on. Really? <laughs> yeah. The way that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, the even lingo on started on. Even on Hinge? The lingo started on Grinder. So like you'll even okay. see people like, um, <laughs> this is a tip for the gays if y'all are watching but um if you are want to get more interactions um don't put a display name put hosting or just visiting because <laughs> these hoes out here are only here for a good time and so if they see that on your What's um, just profile, just visiting, uh, like if you had just traveled to the area. Oh, okay, so okay, like okay. when I went up oh, to okay. SF Pride uh, two years ago, that's what I put as on my, on my profile, just visiting. And I got a whole weekend of dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. Subscribe to me if you want to know how to be a gay hoe. <laughs> that should be your first video on YouTube. How to be a gay hoe. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That is a great idea, like not joking, because I think that especially for young gays, you can fall susceptible to a lot of bullshit. Right. right. And uh, while some of it may be a joke, I would love to promote that in healthy ways so, so that people learn to be active, but also be smart and protect themselves. So yeah. thank you for that idea. Love that. We had seen. We had seen. But yeah, so my, that would be pre-pandemic, um, I was still... I like I my if you look at my profile right now on my apps it says um just here for friends and casual fun. That term casual is so 
important because it lets your uh, whoever interacts with you know that oh, okay he's not open to dating yeah. and i think transparency is so important especially if because <laughs> i mean i'm gonna get into it a little bit but right. i got into a situation where a guy led me on thinking that he wanted more that there was intent to actually date um but lo and behold he just wanted to keep it casual and you know so so like do you because i know you as a very obviously we know you for like as being like a very sexual person mm. um like do you are you looking for a relationship now were you prior to this person were you looking to be in a relationship not at no. all yeah. not at all and, but then you and met that someone mean, you really like that's the thing so while i say explicitly as a label i'm not looking does not mean that i'm not open so should we just get into it yeah let's get okay. into it so Let's story die. time yes. with HK. <laughs> Where my um, Cheetos at, man? <laughs> my this was um, basically like <clears throat> the past two weeks. Um, I was on my app, and actually, I w I had not. I had deleted my app um, for uh, about three months. Um, I just wasn't feeling sexy, and I had my priorities. I was like, I'm in my last semester of school, about to graduate this semester. Like, want to stay focused. And then a few weeks ago, I was just at a kickback with some homies and I got fucked up. When I got fucked up, I get horny as fuck. As we all do. Tequila and I was makes like, me I literally horny. just need to feel a dick inside of me. Like, I was get so. That. I yeah. totally. And so I was like, you know what? <clears throat> Redownload the app, got back on, and just started messaging motherfuckers like, boom, 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 boom. And, you know, got a couple bites. Lo and behold, this was also at like three, four in the morning. So who the fuck is up other than <laughs> other people that are also fucked up? So didn't meet up with anybody. But the next morning or next afternoon when I finally woke <laughs> up, I woke up to like, you know, a few messages and I'm going through replying saying, hey, what's up? And this one dude caught my eye. Totally not my type, by the way. Like when I showed him to my other friends, they were like, really, girl? Sometimes <laughs> it's okay to date outside your type. And that's the thing. Like you I should always I'm, try. Something different. I still found something about him that I thought was cute. Hit him up. He was responsive very quickly. And it got real cute right away. And I was like, oh, I haven't had a cute conversation. Usually it's just Aww. strictly to the business of just like, cool, what are you looking for? What are you into? I'm into this. This is like my, you know, that's that's usually how transactional my hookups are. And how wow. a lot of it is in the gay community. It's just like you just let them know what's, what you want and then you get it. Yeah, it's <sighs> very much so like that in the gay yeah. community. And so with this guy, like it was different because um, he seemed very um, earnest and very sweet in the beginning. And when he complimented me, it wasn't sexual. It was like, oh, I like, you know, your eyes and shit like that. Ain't no motherfucker told me he liked my eyes in a minute. Okay. Aww. And so like I had my guard up real quick. I was like, you like my what? Like don't try like that cute shit like don't try that sweet uh -oh. shit right okay. so like initially to me sweet shit was like a red flag but not because i don't like that but because in this type of setting on an app that's built for sex and hookups i was like mm, you know like like what's your like, game what's your game yeah yeah are you are you are you you're, you're a player right. so you're charming but you know I'm lonely, I'm touch deprived, and I was like, yeah. oh, fine, whatever. So very quickly, in like a day, we were just like very flirtatious, but in the sweetest way. It, it hadn't been sexual at all. And then so by day two, he asked me for a number. He's like, hey, do you want to get off this app and just start texting? I was like, oh, I thought you'd never ask. And I was like, ugh, 
Now I remember I the naive, the naive me, the naive bitch. Cause I've been, you know, playing, not playing, but like, you know, being a bad bitch this whole time. But it's easy to say you're a bad bitch when all you're focused on is just sex. I forgot <laughs> that the, I can be part of you. a soft yeah. bitch. Every bad bitch <laughs> is a soft bitch. Yeah, Let's right? be real. And I was like, yeah. oh, it was so easy for him to intercept and like hit me in like my soft spot. But he found a vulnerable part. And it's all right. But um, yeah, day two, text me. Uh, I gave him his my number, started texting right away. And the whole night we were just chatting and it didn't get sexual. And I think that's what fucked me up. Oh, bitch. And I was like, yeah, oh, this yeah. When you shit. start having, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, girl. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that whole night we were just like talking about like our lives. And I was really impressed because I'll admit he is smarter than me. <laughs> and that's not the case ever. <laughs> And that's not to say that the men that I hook up with are dumb, but like usually, like I know I'm just they're they're, it, they're like, like intellect level, is not the surface level type conversations. Yeah, or they're just not into um, intellect. Like it's not part of their interests. Like yeah, I've hooked up with a lot of different guys with different interests, and they're they're not into that shit. But he's like studying, or he's um, oh, no. applying for like a master's program, and like academia oh, is no. of interest. He's and I like, totally fell for that. He's I felt because that's important to me. I love education and like like Checking pushing for higher. Yeah, right. So I was like, fuck. That was a weak spot in my mind that I didn't see. In hindsight, I've seen now. But like, that's why you just don't get to know them. <laughs> How did I? But it's it's hard when someone's being really charming and that's and, I was and charmed. I was and, charmed and opening up to you. Like he was probably yeah. being like vulnerable with you a super, little bit. Yeah. Super. And then the cutesy shit on top of it. I was like, ugh. And then like literally within the first two days, just like. The ideas of what we could be. When my conscience said the word we, I was like, mm, I think this might be a problem. But I didn't care because I was just wrapped up in the moment and I felt like um, just so, it, I hadn't felt that in a long time. Right. You know, it wasn't even intimacy yet. It was just like that the cute, connection. like, like kilig. I don't know if you know that yeah, word, yeah, but like, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, it's just so kilig. Like, it's yeah. just like romantic. Yeah. It's like a Tagalog word for like feeling like romantic, like warm, fuzzy, like butterflies. Yeah. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, it definitely has been a long time. Pandemic's been fucking me up because for him to, ha to be able to do this in two days, like, yeah, that was very easy for him. So day three, we're already on the rhythm of like good morning and good night texts, oh, oh, right? Okay. There was a span, I had class that day and there was a span of like four hours where I didn't respond to him. So then he like triple texted me back and he sent me like a sad face. I was like, why the long face? He was like, oh, I thought you ghosted. And I was like, mm -hmm. I would not do that. <laughs> but that's just kind of funny that you would say it like that. And it was just a mixed message uh, because uh. the message that, that sends to me is like, oh, you're a little bit needy. I like neediness. What's his sign? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Oh, I don't really fuck birthday? with like astrology. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Don't fuck with astrology. I don't, I don't. What's your sign? Because I fuck with astrology. <laughs> well, I was born May second, so that would make me a Taurus. Okay, I could see that. <laughs> I know one of those annoying bitches. <laughs> no, oh, it's just funny because totally it's literally annoying. what everybody says when I say that. That's yeah. my sign. They're like, "Oh, you saw Taurus, Taurus are very charismatic, but they spicy too. You know." <laughs> And they're also like homebodies, but also like at the mm. same time, um, very outgoing. Like they're really oh. outgoing, but then there's like a big. I'm like a selective extrovert. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know at my core, I'm an introvert, but I'm like selective extrovert. But yeah. 
Yeah. So day three, <laughs> like I, when I got that message, I thought it was, <laughs> I shouldn't have filed it under cuteness, but I, in the moment I thought it was cute. I was like, oh, he's like needy. And then we made a joke I about, I need to know his sign. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> we I'm made sorry. a joke about neediness and, um, he, uh, was like, oh, so you're not needy? And I was like, I mean, I, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I was like, I actually am very needy, but I didn't want to show that to you right now. <laughs> yeah. And so it was a mixed message that, well, I didn't know at the time. It was after it's all said and done, I realized that was a mixed message because he was trying it in my mind. I, w I was like, oh, so you're telling me that you don't want to be ghosted. Oh, because the end of that conversation, he goes, it's fine if you did. A lot of people do. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh but that's like fishing for sympathy. Oh, so he's insecure. Right. Okay. But who I isn't, mean, right? But then that, that was like kind of like a- insecure as far as like being in a relate, like, okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Another red flag that happened is, oh, I skipped over a huge part. So I, day two, we, I was like helping him like do some stuff for um, school. Fuck, I really hope he doesn't really? watch this Really? On episode. the second day? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And- um, <laughs> Well, mostly because he was just, it was just something that he was doing and we were just chatting and I was like, what right. are you up to? And so by the end of it, um, you know, he finished what he needed to do and he was like, oh, thanks so much for staying up and talking me through it. I was like, yeah, of course. Like, I don't really think I did anything, but you know, whatever. And he's like, oh, here's a little thank you. And then he sent me a jack off video. Like, I love that. The second that happened, I was an open hole. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all it takes is like if you make the first move yeah. i will make the second third fourth the comes out to the 69th move she so releases. of course what did i do sent my video and so we ended up sexting and you know um doing the deed via digital video and yeah. um from there it like it just launched too fast just all these energies because i am an incredibly sexual person and i'm disgusting and he matched my level of so gross nasty. yeah wow. and i was like oh damn you're just as disgusting as me and i'm like love that that shit is hard okay hard. like as like i'm not saying that the guys i hook up with are generally vanilla but like a lot of the guys because don't like eating the, ass and i'm like the thing is is like with just hookups like i don't know for me at least yeah. like i don't get just hella nasty with just a random hookup oh. when i like you and it's like a, a relationship or we like dating okay i'm real fucking nasty okay i see so you reserve it yeah so oh. maybe that's why like with the past guys are just like eh because it was just like a transactional maybe. thing yeah so like hey, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna just eat your ass like i don't know you you oh. know so maybe with him I mean, there I was a connection <laughs> oh but you nasty nasty i like that yeah yeah i just like to be upfront with it because you yeah. know life is short <laughs> but yeah so Continue. he matched he matched my nasty and i was like fuck and he like would send me like i literally screenshot messages and send them to my friends I was like y'all am i falling for this person like uh, is he Filipino? uh no and that's that's why my friends were like, "What? Like, what I'm not he? gonna say what he is because I just, it's just. Well, I'll show you, but I won't say it right here. Okay. But I mean, he's Asian. I'll give that general, yeah, yeah. But not the typical Asian because the typical Asian is literally a, a fuck boy, a Pinoy fuck boy from the Bay Area. Like, oh, that's trust literally me. Yeah. my. <laughs> oh my god! Because that's, that's what I am, <laughs> and you are what you eat. <laughs> 
well, my man's from the Bay Area. Oh, but he ain't Filipino. <laughs> That's but, so um, funny. I feel like, you know, it's funny because I am like, everyone's like, oh, you only like black guys. But like, I also like, I'm attracted to Filipinos mm. too. And I feel like we would have the same taste of Filipino men. Probably. I'm going to show you. And after. there's some fuckboy the Filipinos. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and they can do the bare fucking minimum. They could do the <laughs> least, like, take a shower and comb your hair. And I'll be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. There's some fine. Why are you ones. so fine, right? Yeah. It's just dumb. But um I like the ones with swag and shit. Oh, you like, just, like sneakers. If they know and shit. how to dress they're on Fairfax most likely. Uh, don't get me started. Like they're if, mo- most likely on Fairfax. In line to get some new sneakers. <laughs> like and just and then the, and then add toxicity on that. Yeah. I'm ready to get married. <laughs> Stupid, right? Oh. But that's how we connected, is like he was like he would send me messages like saying, like, not that he just wanted to eat my ass. He's like I want to eat your ass until my jaw hurts. Like literally my hole was quivering and like, we just, it just got nastier from there. And like the way that we, you know, talked about how like, and we didn't even have sex yet. You know what I mean? Like, but he was able, no. Wow. So yeah. So that was going on and great rhythm. So like by day three, I'm like, admittedly infatuated enamored because but not necessarily with him because i don't know him scary phase i know that i'm like getting anxiety because i know what that feeling is so but i was willing to go with it because well at this point i do know how to protect myself for the most part but you know you can't completely guard yourself from overall disappointment so day three we're texting and you know getting ready for the week ahead and having a conversation whatever whatever um, and the topics that come about are like, you know, we we know how we, each other jokes by now. Um, and what would he bring up? Oh, so this wasn't a red flag at the time. But now, while I'm trying to basically f- answer questions that I have, um, I'm thinking it was. But he told me that he's on prep. Amazing. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he was on his way to go get tested. And he was like, yeah, I'm about to get my re- prep refill and about to get tested. But then he goes, but I'm not active. I was like, you don't have to lie to me. And so that okay. last part of saying you're not active, I was like, I I kind of wish that you didn't say that. Like, I would have really? been more comfortable if you said, you know, that I'm, yeah, because I'm still out here hooking up with guys. Do you think that he was, though? Maybe he was telling the truth. I don't know. But let me get to the end and okay, uh, okay, okay, it'll okay. kind of explain like, yeah. So like, should we believe him? <laughs> <laughs> so I like I in the moment though, I was kind of sus, but like I, d- I did a lot of growing in this whole week that I was talking to him. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was only five days. <laughs> Spoiler alert, but I'll get to that. So when he brought that up, I was like, oh, that's amazing. Like, you know, I'm, I'm really glad you're on, on prep. That's, that's awesome. Um, like I have friends that work in sexual health, watch previous episodes. I bring this up all the time. Like this should be something that's regulated, especially if you're out being sexually active. But in this conversation, I was like, you don't have to tell me, but I didn't say that. I kind of just like sidestepped it. Cause I didn't yeah. want to, I didn't want to sound like I was insecure, right. projecting my insecurities of like, okay, but are you still fucking? Cause I have friends that, when they're on prep, they're active, but when they're not active and they know they're not going to be sexually active for like a span of months, they will stop their prescription. And it's just, sure, he doesn't need to do that. Like, yeah, it's it's good to continue if you think that, oh, just a random hookup might just happen. Okay, I get that. But it was just... Maybe he was playing on hookup with you, no? I mean, that's what I thought, but... Um, so, yeah, there was just okay, like okay, another okay, thing okay. in my head. I, I just and... Uh, <laughs> 
what else? Like there weren't su- super red, red flags. Maybe like what's a muted color of red? <laughs> like pink burgundy. or like burgundy. Yeah. They weren't like crimson red flags, but they were still enough that I, I should have been more cautious or just ask more questions. Um, Cause he was an open book from the jump and then started getting more distant towards the end. So one of the last conversations that we had that of being vulnerable is we talked about like um, our progress. So if you've been watching the last few episodes with me and Steph, um, I've actually lost 15 pounds since the episode that we did um, since the Dicknick. Oh, wow. Congrats. Thank you. And I've just been ha- going through crazy body issues and dysmorphia. Right. Like, it's just, we all are, right? It's, whether it's not in quarantine or pre-COVID, everybody has body issues if you subscribe to that type of culture, that toxic you know, culture. Yeah. And beauty standards, yeah. toxic beauty standards. Yeah. And so he told me how like during quarantine, he went through a lot and he gained all this weight and he showed me a picture and I was like, bruh, your heavy is like, <laughs> I haven't been that weight in, in maybe two years. Wow. And then, so I was like, he was like, Oh, like show me a picture. He was, I was like, I will never share a picture of, of who I was, you know, literally just like eight months ago. Cause I was at my heaviest during COVID. Um, and this has been a, an ongoing problem with a lot of people. I yeah. think I've even gained a, gained a lot of weight during I this mean, time too. It was I've been a, working out, but it's still like, I'm struggling with it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so we're all yeah. going through it. And so, um, but he was, re- he, he made it into like a safe space of like, well, you know, like you can share it with me. So then even though initially I said I was never going to share it, eventually I did. And I was like, you know what? I should be proud of myself. So... I shared him uh, pictures of like one when I was really fit into 2018 and then when I was super at my heaviest eight months ago in like spring or summer. Of you're COVID. also a dancer too. So you're used to like moving around so much. So yeah, obviously you have yeah. it. It's just, yeah. Just inactive. So by the way, uh, HK is an amazing <laughs> dancer. We need uh, to do, we need to do a TikTok video. Okay. I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. Anyways, continue. Um, <laughs> Cause y'all need to see the swag oh when he dances. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I shared my picture of when I was really heavy and then I told him I was like actually admittedly so we shared Instagram handles by on like the second day um I had I don't know if you saw it but I posted like a body body positivity post I did yeah I loved yeah, it and, yeah and and it was like I'm the caption was like I'm sick of hating my body um and that was actually um I didn't want it to be a progress pic but nobody has seen the pic of when I was really heavy so that's kind of why I was like I know I'm not where I'm at, but I'm definitely confident in posting this because I'm not as heavy as I was last summer. Um, yeah. So there was progress in there, but I didn't make it a, about progress. But You're just like owning what your body is now and learning yeah. to love that, and that's important. I think it shouldn't always be about the progress. It should be about where you are right now. And Yes, love yourself in the moment because right. that's where you're at. You can only love yourself in the present. So yeah. uh, But I, I actually, before I gave him my Instagram handle, I archived the post so that you couldn't see it on my grid, on my p- Instagram page. Yeah. And so I admitted to him, I was like, actually, I made this body positivity pose, but I archived it before I gave you my handle. He's like, oh my God, why would you do that? And I was like, I swear I wasn't trying to catfish you, but you know, I just felt sub- subcon- uh, self-conscious. And he was like, oh my gosh, like, no, like I wouldn't judge you. So then I put it back up and then I showed him the video and he was super supportive and, um, you know, really great about it. He's like, Oh, I believe in you. You could do it. He's like, you should try this, try that. Cause he's super into like fitness and nutrition and stuff like that. Um, 
but you know, it's a huge insecurity of mine of all of ours. If we're yeah. not where we're at with our body image. Oh, me every and day. So day four, <laughs> he was extremely busy and, um, I woke up, I usually end up waking up to like a good morning text. I like how I say usually when this is only five days, but you know, <laughs> but no, there, whole there was a dynamic, be, yes. a rhythm that yes. ended up happening within those that no, short span. It, it felt like forever. Once mm-hmm. you feel really connected to someone, you feel like you've known them forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, the fifth day I woke up, um, to no message and it's because usually he wakes up a lot earlier than me, but he'll still send me a morning message knowing that I'll text him a few hours, a couple hours later. So I was like, okay. And then I just text him. I was like, hey, hope you're doing great. And then he didn't text me for like another four hours saying that he had like a crazy busy day feeling overwhelmed. I was like, okay, I get it. Like, and, and that's also a cue for me. Like maybe this is part of like learning to be more better with communication. Maybe he wanted me be, to be needy in that moment. But what I would take that is, is you need space because you got priorities. You're overwhelmed. I'm going right. to step back. Right. I would have done, done the same as thing. As an adult, that's how I interpret that because maturely, I'm not trying to uh, distract. And I mentioned that, like, I think on day two when he we're talking about school and everything, right. I was like, you're going to be on this huge mission. I don't want to distract you. So I sent him, a, like, well wishes. I said, get get what you need to get done. You know, you're doing great. Um, and hit me up later, you know? Right. So he didn't text me and then usually goes to sleep around a particular time because I know he has to wake up early. Didn't text me goodnight. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just say goodnight. And, you know. So then day five. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. No message at all, but, you know, he was active on Instagram. So I was like... (sighs) Okay. I hate that. But the thing is like his his page is kind of like it ties in with his hobby. I'm trying to like not, not be, I'm trying yeah. not to expose who this person is, but right. he has like a, a page that's like a interest page. So it's not much of a personal blog like our Instagrams. Right. Um I so his daily activity is kind of just routine, like almost like a job. Even though he doesn't make money off of his page, it's just so that's why I didn't take it Expose as like, <laughs> so that's why I didn't take it as like, oh, he's on social media and he doesn't have time to text me. I was like, no, that's a regular thing he does every, every morning. Right. Right. So still, just like, no, sorry. but you're on your phone, right? You saw my right. message. So, yeah. um, day five, I was really tough because I was just like, all that energy was just stripped away. But I had, I was still trying to be respectful. I was like, okay, this just. This is me taking it as you have your priorities, you have your boundaries, right. I must respect it. 
So by the end of day five, I'm upset and but not trying to be. So I'm literally fighting myself. It's mental gymnastics. No, yeah, that's no, that's I I, I feel you <laughs> on that because I think at all, at one point all of us have felt that, especially mm. in this beginning stage of getting to know someone, you don't really know what their motive is Bruh. or how if they're gonna like you or continue to like you the next uh, day. It's yeah. just it's scary. Yeah. So I get that. So I was like. You know, we reached a level of intimacy that I haven't, I haven't and experienced and that I realized I missed. And I was like, fuck. So I was like, now I realize I got caught up and I was like, but I, I, you know, it was still fresh. And I was like, I don't want to jump to conclusions, which is also something I'm really good at. Um, and just, uh, you know, move on to the next or whatever. Right. So then day six, I went to dinner with some friends, um, and I just, you know, it was on the front of my mind. It's been on the front of my mind for the, these last two days of no contact. And I told them what was going on and everybody had their different opinions. There was like, girl, you know, you know, you have to assume that he's messaging other people and that he's talking to other people or whatever and all this other stuff and shit that I coached my friends on. <laughs> like, it, it isn't I'm always weird. able to be everybody's cheerleader. But when it comes to me taking my own advice just goes over my fucking head right? right so like i coached my whole friends group that's on why how friends to, are important because right? when you're in the moment and you're also in your little fucking head yeah your friends also be like hey you know this already but come back down yes, yes. like i've coached my whole friend circle on how to be bad bitches and i <laughs> you know i needed that because i let myself falter and not to say that you shouldn't be vulnerable like yeah in the right scenario be vulnerable or sometimes you just got to take a risk and i think that's what i did here yeah but um and you haven't taken a risk in a while so yeah might as well and so they kind of brought me down to reality they're like you know you don't want to assume too much but also sometimes like m one of the friends he said okay i'll admit that i sometimes do that i i ghost people i was like okay but what can you tell me more about he's like honestly it's just because i want to keep my options open i was like okay great can you just fucking tell people though and he's like right. you know like i hate mm. when people like it's one thing to ghost after like a first date whatever it's fine yeah but like when you've had vulnerable conversations and created a routine led me then, on and then fall off i feel like like can you say that i was led on i feel like on. i was led on you right were led on. right i'm so sorry and it's 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 just it's also because of the mixed messaging so now that we're at the conclusion i'm I like hate dating i just wish and i posted it i don't know if you saw but i posted it on my close friends but i deleted it but i was like if you just want to fuck, just say that. Just tell me that. Don't go through this cute cupcaking ass stage because I'm going to get caught up. You know, like right. I, I am. That's how I know you're from the Bay because you say cupcaking. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I, I, I just found that out and my boyfriend's from the Bay and he talks about getting, you know, like, oh, oh, yeah, I, was shit. I didn't know that was a Bay yeah, thing. It's a Bay thing. That's, okay. Yeah, that's not an LA thing. That's a Bay thing. <laughs> but yeah. Comment below if you're from LA and have heard about cupcaking. Yeah. Let us know if you or say cupcaking. Yeah. Or what, what, was, what would you say if you don't say cupcaking? Um, I don't know. Be like, look at that bitch. <laughs> well, yeah. So it is a term. <laughs> uh, cupcaking is a term for like being really cutesy with somebody and being yeah. like romantic and flirtatious, but in like a um, non-sexual way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was like, you didn't have to go. Like, we didn't have to go through this whole charade of cupcaking. How old was he for you to not? Um, Twenty-seven. Oh, there you go. Which That's is why five years older than my average. <laughs> Wait. You should go for like early 20s. It's okay. It's not on purpose. I don't look for them to be younger. They just end up being younger. <laughs> okay. I fall for baby faces. Yeah. But I also think because you are like 
you know, like hook, just hooking up. Mm. And I feel like that's usually the, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. The, the age when they're hoes, maybe, yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's something in, in the gay community or not. Oh. Well, no, I, I have know. a wide range of. Okay. I, I would hook up from 20. Actually, all, all to dudes 40. are hoes, let's be honest. Yeah, no matter what age. If they you all, got a dick, you all. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all are hoes. But, no matter um, what age. Yeah. So my friends were just trying to, like, be supportive and I appreciate them. They did ground me and they were just telling me like, you know, if anything, like they were literally just regurgitating the advice that I give them. And I was like, I need to just record myself for myself. But basically saying like, if it's uh, one of my favorite sayings that I tell myself and my friends is it is what it is and it isn't what it isn't. And right now it isn't. So it's, and it's easier said than done, right? It's it's a, it's a hard uh, pill to swallow. But I was like, if this is all it is, then I can't do anything about it. Whatever he's doing, because that's the thing. Then I would go back and check, um, and he was still active and doing his business. So I'm like, okay, you're fine. You're not going through anything. I like to catastrophize things, right? And make like think of the worst case scenario like oh maybe he got really caught up or had a family emergency no he's no. doing exactly what the fuck you. he if wants to do if they wanted to talk to you they'll talk to Correct. you so i've learned that yeah so now day 7 finally a full week um i was like i don't want to hold anger i'm sad i'm d- mad little mad and disappointed but I also want to change and I'm sick of being angry. I'm sick of being petty. I'm sick of being argumentative. Like that part of being a bad bitch, I'm done with that shit. Like, cause all I really want to fucking be is happy. Okay. I love that. And to be happy, you can't ho- uh, hold on to anger and, and all that shit. You can be sad. Sad is something that just, you need to process that. And sure, a little bit of anger too, but staying angry, that's something that I was taught. It's yeah. like being spiteful and being sour and all that shit is like being vengeful and like, oh, I'm going to, you know, blacklist him to all the other gays in his area. Like, I don't need to do that. And that's more energy that I don't need to waste. Yeah. So I was like, I just need to be grateful. Um, do you think that it reminded you? You know, that like, because you've been doing this bad bitch routine for a while, that it was like a moment that just reminded you, like, oh shit, no, like that heart is like still there. And maybe you do want something. Totally. It totally grounded me in the sense that, like, okay, no, you, you still value vulnerability. Um, yeah. And I do. I brought that up in previous episodes too, that like, but I just, I save it. You know, it's on right. reserve. Yeah. Um, Which and, makes sense. And I also, uh, honestly, I don't regret that I opened that much up to him. Cause I needed to go through this. Did you go through like a, like a really big heartbreak in your past? That was like maybe of several. Toxic? Okay. And, and because did, it was did, toxic. Did, did you get your heart broken or did you? Um, Oh, both. Yeah. Both? Um, I mean, I'm just thinking of when I got I'm my heart broken. I'm just trying to dive into your trauma. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So like, um, and most of it was, um, just being naive, um, and the lack of experience, um, yeah. because, now specifically to being a gay man um i talk about this with my other gay friends we feel kind of gypped because a lot of the growing that you guys did in your teenage years um dating those are pivotal um formative years of your youth that we didn't have at least my generation didn't i'm 32 okay i'm literally (laughs) double the age of some of these people on tiktok and it's amazing because i'm i'm loving to see now that 16 year olds are are in safe areas 
um, being able to be open with their with their sexuality. That's a beautiful thing. I love that shit. Yeah. Um, but also, I know homophobia definitely still exists, and there are a lot of people that deal with closeted but issues. But it was definitely like, you know. Yeah. So was, I missed out on those formative yeah. years of dating that would have helped me understand that I can't put all my eggs in the basket with meeting someone new. Clearly, I'm still learning that, you know, but right. like that makes sense. learning That's, how to be vulnerable, when to be vulnerable, when it's appropriate. Because like, when did you come out? Um, uh, t- 19. 19. OK. Yeah. Um, but even then, did you date I didn't know before? how to date. Yeah. No, I was a virgin um, until 21. And wow. it all went downhill after <laughs> that. <laughs> but I was very yeah. like um, I was totally like a straight edge, like a square up until that up until 21. Wow. Yeah. Like you didn't even drink or do drugs or anything. Um, I started drinking early, but <laughs> I didn't do, do drugs. drugs. <laughs> um, and that was just because of like not I was like, like drug drugs and like my community because of like I was like on dance team, so it was a very social environment. Right. Um, but I wasn't a heavy drinker until twenty. I was like twenty one is when I started having sex and like partying hard. Like oh, yeah, I did have uh moments in my teenage years after sixteen. Uh, to 21 where i would drink but it wasn't as bad as like when i hit 21 and i was like okay let me ruin my own life so right but as far as relationships yeah i didn't i'm still obviously exploring that and and maybe it's not because of my experience um or sorry it is because of my personal experience but i'm saying for others if you can relate you may not have the same experience as me but you may relate to some of these principles so um to sum up, sorry, now I want, I'm trying to get to the end, but the last day um, when I, I, I was like debating, I was like, oh, how do I end the situation? Because sometimes we don't have the privilege of getting closure. I'm starting oh. to realize that closure is a privilege. It is a privilege. Um, and you either have to facilitate it for yourself or you just accept that you're never going to get it from yeah. someone. And it's, so. Yeah, it's one of those things that after a while you kind of realize that like... Um, not everyone, yeah, not everyone's going to get that to you. Yeah. And you have to find a way to do it. Even, or even when you, you do get closure, it doesn't always mean <laughs> like you're, you're closed down, you're done. You know what right. I mean? Like sometimes that could like renew something or sometimes that can linger something on. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes depending on the situation, having no closure might be okay. Yeah. Um, to, actually, I don't know. Cause I hate when people ghost and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm actually, I don't know. So I had to it. accept, I was like, <laughs> if this is going to be it, I want to be productive. Like I consciously had to tell myself and decide I don't want to be petty. I don't want to be angry. I want to, you know, go about this the healthiest way. And so that's when I turned to gratitude. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just going to wish him well. And so I, you know, the old petty bad bitch was like, don't text him, blacklist him, block him, la, 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 la. So what I did is I decided to text him very short. And I said, hey, I know you're busy. Just wanted to say um i hope you're taking care of yourself and have a great week ahead of course trying to prepare myself to if he responds but at that point i was finally accepting the end that i was like i, I kind of hope he doesn't text me back right you, know? you just want that to be like have a good life yeah bye <laughs> so then the um that night um <laughs> i like it took a lot of strength to do that and so i hit up my homies and like um, me and my close friend circle we like get on zoom and kind of like have like a group therapy session and so I told them all about it and then like we drink over zoom and I was like getting drunk and in my drunkenness I was like you know what I feel good I'm moving on you know I wish him well good riddance well not even riddance because even that sounds spiteful right I was like go, do what do you you're doing you you're doing great I need to do great I need to do me so then I got back on my app 
<laughs> oh shit. Okay. So that's the other thing too, that it's kind of unspoken or he doesn't know this, but I didn't go back on my app and it wasn't like I was consciously telling myself like, don't go back on it. Um, because you're, you're talking busy, to him, you're busy getting to know him, but you I was interested and I, I had that intent and that's like, I'm a loyal motherfucker. Like I, right. I, I focus on one person at one time. I, yeah. So I, um, yeah. went back on my app and in the app that I'm talking about, if you go into your inbox of messages, who you recently talked to, it shows their like activity status Oof. by indicating like a colored dot. Yeah. So if you haven't been active in several days, the dot is gray, meaning that person hasn't logged on in a while. If you're um, active in the past day, but not online at the moment, it turns yellow. And if they're active in right now, it uh, is green. So when I logged on, you know, the last message was him and I saw that it was gray and I was like, oh, okay, like that okay. oddly was like, and I was like, I shouldn't try to find security from right, this, right? right? right. But since I was, you know, this is after the fact and I decided to log back on, I started messaging dudes and I was like, okay, like, you know, whatever. So then now the eighth day, um, I got notifications cause I So got, he never texted you back from that one text? No. No text back. Motherfucker. People and, are so fucking rude. But you know what? It, I was like, Sorry. this was ideal now because yeah. I was like, now I'm accepting the fact that I want to move on. You're like, that was the, that was the final like, okay, wow. So you're yeah. really not texting. It would have kind of taken me a lot more yeah. energy to try to go back you know, without trying to be angry right, and like yeah, listen yeah. to his reasoning. I know, but sorry, I just feel for you. No, that's okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> but the next day after messaging guys at night, I got notifications that I got replies. So I went back in and of course at the top are the new messages, but he was still in my You're queue. There. Yeah. And his dot was now yellow and his profile picture was new. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do my best to not tell you to fuck off. But honestly, you can fuck off <laughs> because yeah. that tells me that you have moved on and, and you don't give a fuck. And you and don't you, give a fuck. You just have no respect. Like you, you're doing you. That's great. If anything, and that shows character or that people are just so, if anything that to me, that shows that this person's insecure mm -hmm. because they're not like secure enough to be like, Hey, this is how I feel. Let me move on. It's like, if anything, they're a fucking coward, scared to own up to their truth and let a person know and have the decency to let somebody know like, hey, I'm done. So to me, if someone goes as you like that, mm. insecure. Insecure. That's, you're absolutely correct. Because he doesn't correct. know how to communicate how he, how he feels because he's insecure about himself. Absolutely correct. And, and that's, this is now, in the retrospect, <laughs> and I appreciate it, in retrospect now, then I started analyzing all our conversations and I was like, this all makes perfect sense. He loved to um, self-deprecate. That's actually yes. really unattractive and he, to me. And the, the, why, the reason why he was so charming is because he liked the attention. He mm -hmm. liked charming you. Mm -hmm. Made him feel good. Made him feel wanted. Made him feel needed. You yeah. know why? Because he's fucking insecure. Yeah, super insecure. And like <sighs> to me, self-deprecating comments, meaning like people that like say like, ugh, I'm ugly. Ugh, I'm fat. Ugh, I'm not talented. Ugh, I'm this. To me, that's super fucked. 
unattractive because you're just throwing your insecurity at me and i know we all have insecurities but we can be healthy about them right and it's also fishing for compliments because then what would i do i'd be like oh my god oh, no yeah, you're beautiful. gorgeous oh my god no you're so handsome blah blah blah, blah. Like they want and it's like it's validation. not that i wasn't yeah it's not that i didn't mean those things but it's unnecessary because you should already know that i think that about you otherwise i right. wouldn't fucking talk to you ass. exactly so but he anyway, wanted that validation yeah and i was like so you just liked the chase you just liked this energy and you just liked me stroking your motherfucking ego um and it just all started making sense when i started looking once they get that and they're like all right on to yeah and then i was like so i kind of had to go through like the stages of grief probably a scorpio or a gemini we need okay. to figure out his birthday. Let's figure it out. I know you don't give a fuck. I don't know how I'm, we're going to do I'm that. I'm dying. Like I need to. We don't his, have any mutuals. I'll show. I'll bitch, send you his, I'll, I'll send you I'll his Give handle. me his first and last yeah, name and I will find <laughs> it out. It will tell me when you find out. Yeah, I'm I'll curious. find out his birth certificate. I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to like uh, invade no, privacy. No, I need to know. Like I'm dying inside. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. He's definitely a Scorpio, a Scorpio or Gemini. Okay. Like I'm not. I'm dead or an, or an Aquarius because Aquarius men could be fucking bored easily too. Oh okay. I'm an Aquarius woman, but mm-hmm. I'm great. But like Aquarius men, Aquarius men suck. Oh. Shit. Anyways, yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> in like I just had to go through the stages of grief, and I think I'm finally towards the end of where it's like acceptance is the last one. But I, you know, I went through anger, I went through denial. The worst part about it was like not allowing myself to feel because I started judging myself. I was like, bitch, it's only been five days. How dare you get caught up? How dare you feel this? And I was like, wow, what am I so mean to myself? Like, what's there to be uh, embarrassed about? Because this is my own experience, you know? And even my friends were like, no, we understand, girl. Like, be kind to yourself. When you you really, because especially when it's been so long since you've connected with someone like that, yeah, you really hold on to that because you're like, this is rare. Yeah. You know, so even if it's just a day or five days. I had to admit, like, yeah, yeah, I did fall hard or like, you know, in like with this person, with the idea of him. Yeah. The (laughs) idea of him and all these things and all this stuff. And frankly, (laughs) let this be, if you identify with this story, let this be proof that all those things can end up not mattering. You know, like I, I, I try my best to not be super superficial about looks and all those other things. But even the qualities that I was looking to, which is like matching my intellect, having values, like being disciplined and and like loving your work and stuff like that, he checked those off and still ended up being a motherfucking fuck boy from the Bay. So- Was he from the Bay? mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, we'll get into that. But (laughs) I mean, off (laughs) when I send you his handle. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I'm now in the process of of being kind and and not being bitter. Cause like, yeah- I don't know if you got the impression from this episode, but I'm doing my best to not say fuck off and and hope the best for him because yeah. I still have exes that I think. Because he probably has his own set of trauma that he's dealing with. So obviously this is an outcome of the shit that he's dealing with. So, yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it was definitely just the stepping stone to like hopefully getting to a place that he wants to be, yeah. which is hopefully and, not a dick. And I'm looking at it as like, you know, whatever he's doing is no longer my business. I don't need to focus and wonder because that's the thing too. I would yeah. like try I'm to the same way. fill the gaps and be like, why did he not message me? Maybe something's going on. Or what did I do? Like, did he right. dig up dirt on me? And I was like, first of all, anything from my past is none of his fucking business. And I'm a good person. I haven't, yeah. you know, like done You're people amazing. that dirty. So like, it was just, it, it just been, I've been trying to like say all these weird things in my head and I'm like, chill, bro. Like, it's not that deep. Maybe he thought that, um 
me not responding to him in a day was a sign that he, you know, he, I wasn't providing the neediness that he wanted or something. Even it's that, not your fault. That's not your fault. And it's not my duty. It's not like at duty. this point, it's none of my business. I just need to move on and I can be grateful. And I'm looking at it. Eventually you responded. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm looking at it as if ugh. it took me five days to fall that hard, it should just take me another five days to get the fuck over it. Currently I'm on day four Okay. And I actually feel fuck. I'm definitely usually great. usually takes a half about a time you're with someone to get over that. Oh, okay. So, well, I definitely feel better than I was <laughs> three days ago when yeah. I was still just wondering about it. Like I was able to wake up today and just get my shit done and no longer think Also, about. we did the pod at a perfect time where it's fresh but healed-ish. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So I'm letting these scars heal and I'm going to practice as much gratitude as I can. Wish him well. Oh, one of the last things I did. So he didn't block me or unfollow me on Instagram. And he watched my story yesterday. Oh, that's confusing. So I was like, I hate when social media gets tied. That's the thing. This. If you're one of those people, stop checking who's watching your motherfucking story. I don't, don't even do it. Lo- I don't even look. I don't anymore. look anymore. Right, but I did in this scenario because I was like, I'm just curious. And then when he saw it, I was like, hmm, what? You know? Yeah. And uh, so what I did is I'm. I don't want to be petty to the point where I need to block him. Which, by the way, if you end up blocking somebody, if if you are the person that's intense and you need to block somebody, don't be ashamed. Because I have friends that are like, Ugh, I don't want to like block him because I don't want to be that person. I'm like, no. I only time I Self-care. block care. Only time like, I block is when I lurk their Instagram story and then I block them so they don't see that I looked through their Instagram story. Oh, okay. It's the only time I block. Otherwise, well, I'm like, yeah, look at this shit. Yeah, and I want to look at your shit. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, there's like a stigma against like blocking people because people don't want to put out the image that they are petty. And I'm like, it's not petty. It's self care. Putting up your boundaries is so fucking important. And I think sometimes we lean on certain but I boundaries. Think sometimes, wait, we, sometimes people are really dramatic about it. Like I had a friend who dubbed me and she just blocked me on everything. And I thought mm. that was a little dramatic. Oh. I'm not going to get into oh, that. Oh, no, no. Not, like I, <laughs> right. But I mean like, so her, her, but her current friends now, like I feel like if they're going to judge her, they're not her real friends. Right. But like her supportive friends would be like, if that's something that you needed to do, right. then do it. So if I understand out of sight, out of mind is important when you're trying to heal. So I... I wasn't that deep that I needed to block him. I don't need to block him. But knowing that he still followed me and was watching my shit, now finally you can remove followers instead of having to block somebody. So I went into oh. my friends list. I removed him from from following me. Oh, and then shit. I unfollowed him. Um, you could do that? And he has so many followers. I don't even know if he noticed. But How many <laughs> followers does he have? Um, a few. I don't know K. why I've noticed you. <laughs> I'll show you later. I'll okay, you okay. Later. And you'll see his page is like an interest page. It's very focused on like a niche type of anyway. Uh, I'm like, so I want to know more about him. I um it it was empowering because I knew that like even if he um doesn't notice, at some point if he ever does get curious or try to find me again, he's gonna see that one, I didn't block him, but two, it'll show a blue follow button because it doesn't follow right. he doesn't follow me anymore. Yeah. And th- for whatever reason that just made me brought security to my mind cuz it made me feel like I'm not being petty but also I'm setting a boundary and I'm letting you be known, letting it be known we don't need to follow each other. Yeah, it's we don't need fine. to follow each other that I I'm I'm done with this situation cuz you could have man the fuck up and let me the fuck know what's going yep. on. So whatever you're thinking and feeling is no longer my business no more. 
I'm proud of you. Thank you. I think this is like unleashed <laughs> a, a part of you that maybe you just haven't. Because I know I, I've been in situations. I've where also never been this vulnerable about my personal situation on the pod. No, so I love thank it. you for giving me this space. This is what vocal <laughs> therapy is for. Yes. And I always, this is my trick with people that come on the show. Mm. I start, I start light, lighthearted and superficial and funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right. Let's get the dick talk. Let's let's get because that's how I start. I feel like at first it was kind of just like very like surface level, and like why do you like me or like true, sex, true, true. sex, sex. And then as time goes on, you really get to know a person, and that's what I want to do with every single person that comes on the show. Yeah, is that not only are they getting to know me, I want them to really get to know you, and mm. I think that like you have such a huge heart and mm. have really are just the way you articulate mm. everything to sucking dick and to your experience and even storytelling is like is great and it's entertaining oh, and a lot of you. people can relate and i love that so thank you i appreciate that also you're filipino <laughs> 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 and i love that <laughs> i uh lo- I, I mean i love this type of connection like i'm that person that like loves deep talks oh me too and long talks and talking about life and all that shit like it's it's something that i value because i love connecting with people on a deep level i want to um, know about everyone's trauma you know, I mean, and also the thing about dating is what I find so incredible is that how every single person's dating life is, is a, such a reflection on their trauma. Oh, totally. Know? We're so all projecting so, our trauma. We're all project, projecting our trauma when it comes to dating and relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, we could talk about boys and sex and stuff, but like, why do we go to these routines? Where mm-hmm. is this stem from? Like, mm-hmm. this is therapy. Yes, it is. This is why I do what I do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But so, I mean, I also have another question because um, I know we're running out of time, but I don't care. I want to ask this question. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's really known like in the gay community, you know, how sexually active everyone is and just how you're saying it's like sex is so transactional, you know, mm-hmm. and it's so much more common in the gay community, especially in male gay community mm-hmm. than it is in like a heterosexual, yeah. you know, dating world. At least to detach relationship. Right. And I have a lot of friends who are gay who are, you know, super romantic and want love and want a relationship and find it like find it very difficult to find love in this community because it is very sex driven. Yeah. Like, do you think that you a part of like why you became such a bad bitch is because uh, this wall that you put up because of the, the community that is, you know. So, yes. And there's so many layers Um, and I won't try to cover all of them, but what I can say is that if you are a queer person, you already have so much trauma unrelated to romance and unrelated to dating that you are still processing and still will need to be healing from before you can even, and it's, it's, it's uncontrollable, but of course it's going to come out when you're dating and when you're talking to people. So that right there. The whole queer community is just <laughs> hurt. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we can be very dramatic and, and get to extremes. Um, and that's why that's why I don't want to be petty with, with this guy that I just ended up talking to because maybe he went through a trauma where that's why it's difficult for him to, like, he likes he to connect. Love. Obviously, yeah. he clearly wants likes love. Likes to connect, but yes. also finds it difficult to be that brutally honest or when he needs to be responsible with someone else's feelings still can't do that um immature so and even you like calling you a bad bitch while i appreciate that i realize part of that is just also being a closed off bitch because it's easier to be tough 
when you are not letting yourself be vulnerable. Yeah. Right? So like when you have walls up, it's like, oh, nobody can get to me. It's like, yeah, because you're not letting anybody in. But like a real bad bitch is like you can let someone in and then recover. So it's a lot, but yeah. So with with gay people or queer people, we're all healing and we're also having to deal with inexperience. So while we have these ideals, and a lot of them are heteronormative ideas, so they don't make sense to us. Like it doesn't make sense for a gay person to try to go after the regular cookie cutter suburban marriage and have kids because that's not what we go through. We right. can imitate that. And sometimes that makes people happy, but at the end, you just have to be true to yourself. What do you really want? And you can totally have a family, but not have to try to go by that those binary standards. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot to deal with. And all I can say is just be kind to yourself first and then be kind to everybody else that you encounter because we're all going through shit. Yeah. Um, I love that you brought up the fact that like, just even being queer and gay in general, there's a lot of trauma that goes behind that. Cause I didn't even take that into consideration when it comes to dating. Oh, okay. You know, like, yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, even for me, like just how like you're saying, like you have this bad bitch persona to kind of, to kind of have that, you know, guard yeah. up. It's yeah, like, yeah. even as a woman, a straight woman, like I, of course have had my fucking hoe phase and everyone knows I failed at my hoe phase. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I always got feelings and shit. Yeah, so I wasn't yeah. good at it. But like I, you know, had to put up this bad bitch wall to have that kind of protection. Yeah. And I can't even imagine now it just being like, if I was, you know, a gay man, like I, I would definitely feel like that wall would even be more built up because of that extra trauma on top of it. Totally. You know, and I'm not saying that, um, heterosexual cisgender people don't have trauma. Of course you we all, do. We just have a different set of trauma. But it's like, yeah, but when yeah. it comes to like casual things, I yeah. think a lot of my straight friends think like, oh, we have this, if we're talking about casual dating, we kind of are starting at the same level. It's like, nah, sis, you definitely were able to right. um, go through things without dealing with some things that I had to, just to get to the same, this well, what same you, level. Well, what you went through with this person mm -hmm. Um, how they led you on and charmed you. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's actually so much is a, is very common in this straight community. Okay. Because, you know, I feel like, you know, how you were, you're saying, like, you guys are very transactional with sex. I feel like with women, we kind of view sex a little differently. I mean, okay. some are very, could be very transactional, but a lot I would say is very similar to me where it's like, no, I want to get to know you and feel comfortable yeah, yeah, yeah. and feel like I have to like you. Like there's so many layers that go into be like, would I fuck you? Yeah. You know? So like a guy has to kind of charm and do a little bit of the extra mile, Okay, you know, to do it. So I feel like the way that he was with you is like very, I mean, I've been through that way too many goddamn times. Okay. At points where I kind of want someone to just be straight up and be like, do you want sex or not? I you think know? that's what it was. And I'm actually really glad that you said that to me because like, not like to tr just trauma bond, but uh, <laughs> now I, I understand. Okay, so he wasn't just out to get just me. You know, like right. if this is a common thing, then like, okay, men need to grow the fuck up. <laughs> or like, right. or if you're this type of person, sorry, not to just single out men, but if you're the type of person that ghosts with lack of communication do it too. and leading people on, like if you're that trash ass motherfucker like please heal because you're just letting us know that you aren't you're immature you're you're still growing up right and you don't respect yourself because how can you respect someone else if you don't respect yourself first how can you love someone else if you don't love yourself first so exactly i hope you heal 
I had a girlfriend who told me that she ghosts like every dude. And I was <sighs> like, why? You know, and she's just like, oh, like he just really likes me. And I just, I feel like the only thing I could do is just let him just like not respond to anything. I was like, oh, actually, gosh. the best thing you can do is let them know because the sooner you let them know, the sooner they'll move on. Yeah. And it won't be as traumatizing for that person. Yeah. Like, I feel like every time I got ghosted, I, my like feelings linger for them longer because yeah. I'm like still processing, like, why are they not texting me back? It's like, yeah. it's making the situation harder. So like, if you're a person who just does, is not interested in another person, have the decency to not ghost and let someone know because it will be better for them in the long run. Yes. Yes. And it sucks because your your friend sis. I hope she. I hope you. I, I, once I broke it down for her, she's like, "Oh my god, you're right." I was like, "Yeah, yeah," because then you're just projecting <laughs> yeah. your, your pain and trauma, and everybody can see that you yeah. haven't gotten no for a certain thing. That's why you do that to people. I also but. asked if she had abandonment issues, and she's like, "Yeah, I was abandoned by mm. my father." I was like, "Okay, yeah. there we go." Yeah, yeah, so too. she only yeah, knows that's a thing. She only knows to abandon versus being like, and I don't. This is you know. I feel for her. That's obviously it's very yeah. difficult, but she only knows to leave rather than to communicate. Yeah. So that's why she does what she does. Yeah. I could, I totally get that. Yeah. <sighs> I'm just glad. <laughs> I can keep going. <laughs> right. We can keep going. We can make this a three parter, but I, I am glad that I was able to end it in gratitude. Cause that's honestly the first time I ever did um, with someone that I connected with, at least to this point, um, whether it's in dating or relationships or like this clearly is not a relationship, but to this level of talking is still significant to me. Like I won't forget oh, this situation. Right. Um, but usually if it ends sourly, I go the pity route or uh, petty route and I like blacklist them and I talk shit about them. And I say, fuck him. La, 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 la. He's trash. And I'll admit that I did have those feelings initially, but now I want to be at peace. I don't want to hold that right. shit no more. I just want to be That's too much happy. energy. It's extra energy to exactly. something that's not even worth it. Yeah. So I'm glad you know? that my last message to him was Peaceful. one of warmth because, you know, I mean, he, maybe he does hate me out for whatever reason. I literally don't know, but at least I can say I, on my part, I left with, um, uh, kindness. Oh, I love that. So. I love that we were supposed to talk about dating a pandemic and then it just got into, what should I name this episode? <laughs> um, I can't use fill me up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but can't you fill yourself up with good energy and gratitude? No. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know how that'll work. I don't know what to name this episode. We'll think about it. I we'll, try to we'll go brainstorm. one way and it just went to like ghosting. Maybe I'll just, I don't know. Yeah. I'll figure it out when I listen yeah. back to it. Ghost, ghosting. They're probably going to be confused because they're like, or oh, I gratitude. thought. gratitude. Or no, something. maybe like getting ghosted in a pandemic. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I'll figure it out later. Uh, oh, well, I love you. Do you want to plug yourself? You. Uh, with a butt plug? Absolutely. Please. We got to <laughs> always circle it back to ass. That's the way we do it. I think I am going to come <laughs> in the future to another episode and not tell you that I have a butt plug in until like halfway through. Oh my God. <laughs> Please. I want you to surprise me. Yeah. And next time we'll I'll surprise you with the remote. Yeah. <laughs> wait that'll be literally the closest to. that we if will ever would, get to having sex if you would let me <laughs> i would love to oh my god how about i wear one too and you have a remote and we oh, just <laughs> collab we just do wait i'm down i'm, I'm fucking down i'm fucking down <laughs> that would be the closest thing to ever having having sex. having sex yeah <laughs> 
Let's do it. <laughs> I'm actually gonna purchase one since my fucking vibrator died. Let's go shopping. We go shopping. And you know what's great is like I'm gonna start recording in my house, in oh, my yeah, apartment yeah. again. So like, you know, we we gonna be extra wild. <laughs> I'm gonna be moaning. Okay. <laughs> And we go, I'm gonna give we you should, my best performance. We should get drink hella tequila. Like we'll just drink at drunk and just like Fuck have me up. <laughs> and oh just have God. a vibrator. Steph's just, gonna literally end up like shoving her fist in me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you want that to happen. <laughs> this is gonna be a very like some lesbianish shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm excited for that now. <laughs> I, I love that we just I always we have to commit now we just yeah, let we them on we just like basically put out a trailer for an upcoming episode I know. so comment below if you guys want us to do that where we each have a vibrating whatever yeah. and then we just make each other <laughs> but, we were, but i feel like while we do it we have to talk about something that's like deep you okay. know, so we could talk about like our feelings, but then be like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like it'd be so serious, but then have it be a challenge where we have to like keep it together while we're like, <gasps> oh my god, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like imagine the struggle, yeah. And then whoever just like just you know yeah. lose it. I don't know. We take shots every time one really like okay gets distracted. Yeah. I don't know. We'll and figure it out. Whoever the first to tap out to say I can't do it anymore or to say I gotta pull it out <laughs> is the loser. <laughs> And it's not gonna be me. No, I'm just <laughs> and honestly, you're probably gonna win. We all know that's good. That's yeah. To be know. honest, I think in that episode, we both will be winners. Yeah. <laughs> we deep throw that. That's shit. a win-win yeah. situation. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. I love that we always brainstorm, <laughs> yes. and we we always brainstorm quick. We're like, oh yeah, 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 right. yeah, 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 yeah. It just goes. We're just talented. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> All right, did you plug yourself? I mean, you did. Obviously, oh. that's how we got there. Or yeah, but plug myself digitally, <laughs> sure. Follow me, HK Brains, all one word, lowercase, Instagram, TikTok. I'll sing for you. Oh, I love. Can you my right dance now? for you? Switching up position. Oh, yeah. I didn't warm oh, yeah. up. <clears throat> okay, then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brocotherapy.com. All that shit is there. Email us your stories at yes. contact at brokegirltherapy.com. Yes, send me your stories. I love the audios. Do it. Yeah. Go buy some merch and yeah. love yourself, bitch. Love yourself. Okay, uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.